0: Welcome back to Get the Ball Rolling. Excited to be here with you guys today. Another wonderful, beautiful day out there. I know uh, usually we release our podcast on Tuesday. Today will be released on Wednesday. Uh, just some, some logistical things, honestly. Uh, you know... Uh, with school now and uh, uh, going to online and stuff, it's kind of been uh, uh, an interesting little transition here, and so I kind of got to get my feet under myself. And then uh, I had a really good schedule before going, and now uh, taking a little bit of uh, I guess, a rest. Uh, I wouldn't say sabbatical, but uh, but I had to I had to figure out how to how to do this online stuff. It's not as easy as it sounds. I mean, for those of you not in education. Uh, I mean it's, it's it's difficult not only for I know high school but for college and I know the teachers wish they could be with their kids and teaching and, and having that you know, like interaction and stuff like that. I wish I was in class but we're doing this whole online thing so learn how it works. Every single day. Anyway, so this this morning, I you know driving into the studio here in St. George, uh, I have been thinking about this th- this concept and what what is get the ball rolling. What what are we here to do? What are we here to please? Uh, and and why do we do it? I mean, obviously for the love of football and stuff, but no, really, why do we do the things we do? And I and I figured it out, and I want to do it in the form of a story. So uh, for those of you, I mean. <laughs> who have grew up on farms, no farming, and basically just—I I feel like this is common knowledge, but uh, my grandfather had a farm, and, you know, we learned about chickens and cows and goats and everything, but uh, when chickens—we're uh, going to focus on the chicken, right? The chicken— Goes around all day, just kind of chilling, picking out little things, pretty much the entire day, right? And then they go into the coop, and they end up having the eggs, and that's what you know—that's where eggs come from. You can tell your kids, eggs come from chickens, right? And uh, the—if you don't look at it very close, you know the chicken's going to hatch an egg, uh, and then you're going to be like, holy cow. Where did this egg come from? Where did this chick come from? Well, it came from the egg. But little do we know that, you know, slowly over time, the chicken is preparing itself to to have this egg and then the egg to hatch, right? We might we might see it as it comes out of the egg and as it's waiting to become a little chicken uh, and then all of a sudden it's there. But that that's not really how it happens, right? Uh, we, there's an entire process. You know, you got to feed it. You gotta take care of it. And then uh and then those kinds of things eventually uh, you know, become a chicken. And then you're gonna say, Oh, overnight, wow, this little egg turned into a chicken. But that that is farther from the truth. We know that there's a process into it, right? And and this is what I'm talking about with some of these football teams, and I've always been uh, a person that wants to talk about all of the football teams. And I understand that most of you uh, don't get excited about you know, uh, Oregon State football, unless you're an Oregon State fan. Or you might not get excited talking about Appalachian State football, but I do. That's something that I love. And I want to be able to see these, these teams uh, really as eggs and go into little chicks, right? But but it doesn't happen overnight. They don't go from being a 2-10 and ten team to going to a 10-2 and two team overnight. It, it is a process. I don't know if you guys, you know, watch movies and, uh, you know, I watched The Blind Side recently and, and, and you know the story of that and uh, they kind of go through this like video montage, right? Where, you know, the family's happy, they're all laughing, you know, he's getting, you know, Michael Orr's getting better at football, but they never explain what really is going on. You see images, but the, but the deep Undertow is not really there, which is really interesting. And I always wish, you know, or or when you know eh, when they're building a business, like you know, there's things are starting to work, they have no more adversity, and then all of a sudden they're this huge business, but it's all that work. That's important in that time that we kind of skip over. And that's what people say. You know, you see that one day it's an egg, one day it's a chicken. No, there's an entire process of growing within it and stuff like that. So I want to focus on on that. And and as we go through uh, right now, you know, doing the Pac-12, we're going to go through uh, which one of these. I mean, these teams didn't happen overnight. The University of Utah first few years in the Pac-12 were not pretty. All of a sudden, they're eleven and three. And you're going to say, "Well, Utah's always been good." If you go back to Mountain West days, but the, the the first of you know the 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 Pac-12, we were not good. And I say we because I am a huge University of Utah fan. But we were not good. And a lot of people wanted to jump back into the Mountain West just so we can get wins. I mean, we were going to the Fiesta Bowl. We went to the, to the Sugar Bowl. Why don't we go back? Uh, and those kinds of things. So. It's, it's the egg to chicken The video montage, I really wish we'd Focus on this and that is our goal Right, we are the video montage, we are The, the little chick going from an Egg, you know, growing inside Being able to, to you know Crack its head open and, and into The world, we want to have that entire process We don't want to go from egg to chicken There's a process in between and same As the video montage, so that's what we're focused here At Get the Ball Rolling, now uh, Backed by popular demand uh, We have a lot of good uh, report about our SEC three-word game. Uh, A couple of people have written in, uh, you know, you can follow us on Twitter at Get Rolling 19 Facebook, Instagram as well, and you can even email us uh, at uh, GetTheBallRolling19 at gmail.com. You can email us, and and some of these people have written in and they say, well, that SEC thing was really fun, but it doesn't apply to us out West. And, of course, uh, despite, you know, all of our listeners around the country. Uh, we are based out of you know Utah and out of the West, so we focus on the Pac-12. Uh, I work for Woo's Media uh, as you know their their Pac-12 consultant, so uh, we we I, I know a lot about the Pac-12. So we're gonna do the, the three word game uh, about the Pac-12 for our friends out here out West, and then we'll slowly get around to all of the conferences, and hopefully we can even get into the uh, the, the FCS. Wouldn't that be fun? Of course it would. So I think it is time to get this thing going. Kind of putting a little bit of a, uh, you know, a little bit of uh, a rhythm behind us, right? The Pac-12, kind of a new upstart little music vibe there. I love it, love it, love it. Uh, all righty, thank you so much. So uh, we're going to start off with Utah with the three-word game. We're gonna do the Pac-12 South. Uh, we'll take a break, come back for the Pac-12 North. And uh, just like we talked about the egg, the Pac-12 North has a couple of interesting concepts that I want to explain as well. All right, Pac-12, three-word game, starting off with Utah, three words. Need a championship, University of Utah. You have surpassed expectations, right? Uh, last year, 11, uh, what was it, 11 and 3, whatever. I uh, tremendous, tremendous year last year, and I couldn't be more happy as a University of Utah fan. Yes, 11 and 3, losses to USC, uh, to Oregon, and then to Texas, right? Uh, I couldn't be more happy with the University of Utah. I love the University of Utah, and uh, I think that. University of Utah fans, we got to be okay with going 11 and 3. Would you rather be BYU and going 7 and 6 or 6 and 6 every single year? No, we don't want that. We are better now. We have entered into a higher level of what we've ever been in the Mountain West, but we need a championship. This is the year to do it. Now we might not be uh, as experienced at, at quarterback. Obviously, we have a couple of transfers. We have Shelley. Uh, you know, the quarterback situation is, is is very dynamic, and I can't wait to get into it as we get into fall fall camp. Obviously, with COVID nineteen, we don't have spring camp going on, so uh don't really have any updates there. Uh, you know, as far as the quarterback situation, but it's going to be awesome. But we have Britton Covey. the the, the University of Utah. The defense will always be there, but we need a championship. This is a year to do it too. Uh, uh, you know, we have three easy uh, preseason or non-conference games. Uh, we do pull. We do have to go on the road to Cal. We do get USC at home. They do not play well in Utah. I mean, come on, BYU beat them last year. Uh, we do get Washington at home. Uh, it was the first year we were uh, up, up until last year's win. We were 1-12, uh, I believe, against the University of Washington. Now we're 2-12. Let's make it 3-12, and right? And uh, we do have to go on the road to Arizona State uh, late in the season, which will be tough, uh, but it won't be, you know, deserty. It won't be super hard, uh, I think, as well. But when then we close out uh, at Colorado. So that's kind of a last three uh, uh, Our last two games will kind of be tough games on the road. But for the most part, we don't play Oregon. Uh, we do have to play. And we're home against USC. We're home against Washington. So we pull a pretty uh, easy schedule. Then, of course, BYU, uh, Montana State, and Wyoming will be wins. I'm sorry if you're fans of those of, of those teams. Just University of Utah is really good. Uh, we'll get into BYU later when we play their three-word game. But, no, seriously, we need a championship. And, uh, yeah, last year I think we had a really good team. Zach Moss, uh, you know, the defense, You know Julian Blackman. And then, uh, you know, uh, just the entire team vibe was that last year, Tyler Huntley. But, no, seriously, I think that we will be able to move forward uh, with, with, with this. And I think we can get a championship. But next year's storyline, we need a championship. We got to get at least, you know, we got to get a Pac-12 championship. We make it to the Rose Bowl and lose. I don't care. We got to get over that. And I think Wit will do it, you know. All right, USC. USC. Three words, will not change. I'm sorry, USC, it ain't, it ain't happening. Uh, if you haven't been able to to pull anything over the last few years, it's not going to happen. Now, uh, and I'll get into this a little bit later, but it's just interesting because USC has had this tradition and we think they're this great thing, but Clay Helton, really, we kept him? I mean, honestly, are, are, we, are we set on mediocrity? Is that what we want? Uh, they do have to play uh, Alabama. Uh, they do get New Mexico at home and uh, Notre Dame. So they have two ridiculously hard non-conference games, uh, and let alone going on the road to Utah and uh, on the road at Oregon. So, I mean, it's going to be difficult. This is not going to be an, an an easy task, USC football. I don't know what they're waiting for. If they're waiting to, I mean, Clay Helton, they're kind of putting him in difficult situations and asking him to be a tremendous uh, uh coach where he is probably a, a B- to C- plus coach. I don't really see him as, you know, top dog. When he came in, Sam Darnold wasn't his recruit so really what kind of success has this guy had I mean one year we're going to give it we're going to play everything on one or two years no I mean we're in what sixth year and we're getting about the same results and it will continue to be the same sorry USC will not change you know looking at an eight and five uh, season probably this next year Uh, next up we have Arizona State and this is Herm's reckoning time I love, love, love Jaden Daniels. And now and I'm willing to give Herm one more year, right? Uh you can't base an entire uh you know coaching career off of, you know, the first two years. I, I know I was kind of hard on clay, but after six years, you can you have a large sample size, you know what's going to happen. But with Herm, uh, you know, they both he's had some some interesting years. You know, last year, obviously better than the year before, but this year really is. I mean, going eight and five last year, uh, they did beat Florida State in a bowl game, so that was better than 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 the year previous so this next year uh, you gotta compete against Utah I mean I don't know I think that la- that late season game at home you're lucky that you pull them at home uh, but you do go on the road to Oregon uh, despite Oregon being down a little bit will be a little bit uh, tough but really and you're on the road against USC uh, honestly I really like this schedule though and if they can upset Utah this team can win the Pac-12 South and potentially win the Pac-12 altogether. Uh, you avoid Cal or no you play Cal at home as well so you're getting uh one of the tougher juggernauts out of the north uh, at home. So you have a really favorable schedule. And if it all ends up and everyone, you know, everything goes to willing uh, goes to plan, I really see this team could potentially be uh, knocking on a Pac-12, uh, Pac-12 uh, championship, if not, you know, winning the Pac-12 South, Pac-12 championship as well. But uh, obviously you got to get past Utah. That's the biggest foe. I would say USC, but I think they're going to beat USC despite going on the road. Uh and I, I know this is in March. We're talking about this in March, and I'm already kind of getting my fails out. Uh, for UCLA, too much innovation. Uh, you tried it with Chip Kelly, and there is no shame in admitting that you're wrong. Uh, we'll get into this again later once uh, once when we go into the Pac-12 North. So stay stay tuned with us. Uh, you know you can skip to if you really want to hear it about UCLA. But no, too much innovation. You try you tried. Uh, there's uh, too much of a high standard here, kind of like USC. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't have a high standard, but it, it's just too hard for these kids. I mean, you have a ridiculously easy non-conference schedule, but the regular conference. I mean I just don't see them winning I think you're going to I mean I thought last year they could have got to a bowl game They went what 4-8 and again Uh, They do get New New Mexico State, Hawaii and San Diego State But I just don't know uh, if I see this team excelling at, at, at what everyone else was. If they get back to a bowl game, they'll be lucky. I don't know if Chip Kelly holds on to his job much longer. Uh, we'll see. I, I'm ready to sell my stock on UCLA. Uh, I don't know if Chip can get it going. I think he was innovative at, at the time, but he tried to bypass all of that to get to championships, and because it was so new, people weren't able to adjust. They adjusted. They, the, the, the cat's out of the bag on him. So uh, UCLA, too much innovation. Again, I think they're a lot like USC, but a lesser uh, talented version of USC. All right, for Arizona, no more Tate. You know, Khalil Tate, uh, his era's done. Rich Rod, pretty much all of his, uh, all of Rich Rod's kids are out of there. We're getting more into the Kevin Sumlin kids. Uh, Kevin Sumlin proved that he can win, uh, obviously, in the SEC, so why couldn't he win here? He does pull a favorable, uh, you know, uh, non-conference schedule, Hawaii, Portland State and Texas Tech, if you can get those three I mean, that would be big time, and then uh, You know, you get at UCLA, hopefully You can sink a win, home against Colorado Uh, uh, the rest is kind of tough home against Stanford, but, but really, I mean, I think Arizona will be better than what they were last year. Uh, hopefully, you know, someone can figure it out. I, I do like Arizona. We'll see what, 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 what it is going forward. We'll definitely keep our ear to the ground for fall camp and spring camp, and then we'll probably adjust it, but no more Tate, you know, uh, new quarterback, new era. And I think getting past that will be really good, uh, for, uh, for Arizona, University of Arizona, and then finally Colorado. Uh, Prove Mel wrong, guys. Seriously, I I don't like that uh, that you know that everybody just bailed that he just bailed on him. I understand more money and stuff like that, but the way he talked, and and also as a Colorado fan myself, I know how can I like Colorado and Utah? Don't worry, I do. Uh, but no, really, like. I it, it's frustrating that that he just bailed on the Pac-12, that he bailed on Colorado. He was I felt like he was building something special there. You know what? He he wasn't. He he's bailing. So uh, the new guy's gonna step in. Hopefully he can get it done. Uh, they do have again. Uh, they'll probably go two and one. They do get Colorado State and Fresno. Uh, uh, in non-conference, and then they have Texas a and so probably two and one. Uh, they you know home against Oregon. They do, do pull Arizona State home. They do pull Utah at home. They're on the road against Washington. Really tough schedule. Uh, I thought that if Mel Tucker was here, and you know they could build uh, build something up, that they would be able to win more. But uh, obviously, I, I don't I, I don't think these guys are going to be getting Temple game. Well, let uh, let me let me make sure uh, the I can't remember what oh. Carl Dorrell. That's what his name is. Sorry. Carl Durrell, Uh he is the, the new head coach. I, I'm hoping that he's able to go there, uh, get the win. He was previously with the Miami Dolphins this last year uh, in 2019, New York Jets in 2015 to 2018. So, you know, he's doing super good. He he obviously is smart, uh, was the offensive coordinator at Vandy. Uh, Got to give him some time, though. So, uh, Colorado fans, hang tough uh, through the season. Hopefully it won't be too long for you, but uh, prove Bell wrong. If you can get back to a bowl game, that would be awesome. And uh, just be like, what's up, dude? We are better than you, and Michigan State is not as good. All righty, so this has been a three-word game on the Pac-12 South. We're going to be moving into the Pac-12 North after uh, this break. Hang with us. Hang tight with us. We have a new interesting concept that I want to talk about, and then we'll get into uh, the three-word game with Pac-12 North. All right, stay tuned with Get the Ball Rolling after this. (laughs) Alright, we're bringing it back, bringing it back, bringing it back. Ladies and gentlemen, now we're back again with the Pac-12 North. Excited to talk about the Pac-12 North with you guys because there is an interesting concept that I think is happening here in the Pac-12 North. Now, Stay with me. All right, so we talked about the egg, right? How the or the video montage, yeah. What's happening in the egg? You can say one day it's an egg, one day it's a chicken, but what happened in between? Uh, right now with this, uh, and, and especially in this side of the conference, I wish I could have got into it, a little into the practical South, But really, in this side of the conference, I think it uh, is the the fox and hedgehog paradox now I don't know how many of you have heard this uh, I, I actually have heard it in my business classes it's in business books all over the place uh, mostly by by the famous author Jim Collins but he talks about the fox and the hedgehog uh, you know concept of paradox right and uh, in in the wild uh, there's a fox and there's a hedgehog right and every single day the hedgehog comes out of his little hedgehog home little hedgehog hole and goes around rooting in the grass and stuff like that and uh, the fox lays around waiting for the hedgehog to do something right, he knows where the he knows where the hole is. He thinks he knows how to catch the hedgehog. He wants to eat the hedgehog for dinner. He's look he's looking pretty scrumptious, right? Uh, but every time the fox goes and gets his advances uh, to, to to jump on the hedgehog and stop, the hedgehog just kind of curls up in a little ball and you know shoots out his little like quills or little spike looking things, right? And the fox then cannot get him and then runs away. Therefore, runs away and uh, you're going to say, well, what does this have to do with with football? Well, there are fox teams, and there are hedgehog teams. The hedgehog knows one thing. I do not want to be eaten by the fox, so I'm going to go in a little ball. It's safe. That's his one thing. He only knows one thing. Now, the fox knows many things fox he runs around all day now he's trying to eat he's trying to hunt he's trying to get the the, the hedgehogs the fox knows many things so and and, and in that uh, it can be difficult to 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 really be a fox because you know so many things you have so much data or or, or you have so many different uh, ideas and concepts or so much experience and this is why you know teams, and companies, uh, why why some make it and some don't, right? And and so I think in the Pac-12 North we have. Some hedgehogs, and in the Pac-12 in general, we have some foxes. Some teams that might be a little too good. They know a little too much, or have a little bit too much tradition, or or hold to too many things so tightly that they can't think about it and make it more simple. So, and 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 I will announce this uh, once when uh, I'll, I'll tell you which teams I think are the are the foxes and which are the hedgehogs, and some surprise, some surprise teams coming out of the Pac-12 South. All right, so we'll play the three word game and uh you know i i hope most of you guys uh were were thinking about the fox and what kind of songs uh what would would a fox like we'll get into that uh once when we announce the foxes all right so for uh Oregon i want to start off with mario's first year look he has been able to ride on the coattails of justin herbert now you're gonna say well uh tyler duh <laughs> come on man Duh. Of course. He's able to write on the coattails of him. That, that that should be a gimme. That should be automatic that, that he's writing on it. We shouldn't fault him that, you know, he is uh that that he was had a good quarterback. No, true. And I'm not gonna deny that. I, I really won't. I think it's going to be uh, a really interesting uh, season for him, but I really see this is year one. Uh, he came in, he's done well uh, last year. Obviously, Rose Bowl victory. This year is going to get a whole lot harder. And and what's sad about this? I mean, not. I guess okay, not sad. But what's crazy about this this thing is. Oregon, is, you know, we always think of them kind of like Chip Kelly Day, kind of like this like uh, romanticism, right? This is going to be a really hard season. And if he pulls out like legit, pulls out this huge season, you know, 10 double-digit win season, I have the utmost respect. But this is like his first year. This is his proving ground. They play North Dakota State, mind you, FCS, national champions. Ohio State got into the playoff last year. Now, they're both in Eugene— but I wouldn't, like, legit, I could see North Dakota State winning. I could see Ohio State winning. So they could be 0-2. I mean, this is where it's going to get hard. Now you get Hawaii, uh, Colorado, you're and you're home against Washington, which will be an interesting game just because Washington's their transition. You're at Cal, which is going to be a very difficult game. Uh, we'll get into Cal a little bit later, but very, very difficult game. Uh, and then you are... Uh, you do pull Arizona State at home, which is lucky, and you're at Oregon State, going to be a very difficult game this next year. Schedule's ridiculous, but the majority of them are at home, which will help, you know, the Auditon Zoo, as as we know, probably one of the best, uh, I'd say top 15, you know, uh, uh, stadiums in college football. But this is going to be a ridiculous year, three-word game for Oregon, Mario's first year. This is where he's going to prove it to all of us if it was just, you know, was, uh, you know, was... Justin Herbert just kind of an anomaly and he's rode his coattails, or is he as good as what, you know, we think he is? Uh, Alright, next up we have Washington. A new era. Jimmy Lake's in town. Uh, I think it's going to be difficult. I'm not going to lie. I think that, I mean, I like Jimmy Lake. I think he has some tremendous, he has a great pedigree. He uh, coaches the, the de- defensive backs. It's kind of what his specialty is. Washington has had tremendous defenses over the years, but this is going to be very difficult for him. And, uh, you know, first year, Uh, Washington, you know, has that, uh, you know, the, the, the culture, I guess, if you want to say that Chris Peterson is uh, built up there. Uh, I think they will take a little step backwards. I think it's going to be kind of about the same as last year. They don't have a quarterback. If they pull out, that they have this amazing quarterback. They could win some games, especially in the Pac-12 South, but honestly, I think it's kind of a, going to be a learning curve for Jimmy Lake. Give him two or three years, and I think that Washington could be back into national contention, but as of right now, I don't see him really getting uh, back there. Uh, from Stanford, three-word game, and I don't know if this is the uh, this is the correct uh, verbiage or the correct use of the word who's the quarterback or who is the quarterback, right? three words. We're trying to make it into three words. Uh, Keiji Costello's out going to Mississippi State with the Pirate Mike, and uh, honestly, I don't know who the quarterback's going to be. Uh, I would I would hope that Stanford can pull around, uh, get back to what they were. Uh, it's difficult, you know, prestigious academic power uh, at Stanford. It will be hard. It's not going to be easy, but we'll see what happens uh, with the Cardinal this next year. I'm cheering for him uh, to get back to prominence, but maybe getting Keiji Costello out, uh, hopefully re Building kind of that brand and, and getting them, uh, they they can still do some damage. Don't sleep on Stanford. Uh, but honestly, figure out the core QB uh, again. We'll be watching this throughout the spring, and the fall. Hopefully, COVID nineteen goes away so we can get back to football. COVID nineteen is fine that you're ruining basketball, but no, please don't ruin football. And uh, we can get into it uh, a little bit later. Uh, we'll watch some tape on him and then give you guys our final kind of opinion uh, before you know when we do our Stanford preview uh, in the fall. For Washington State, the pirate aftermath. Last time uh, that pirate Mike left a uh, a team was uh, in Lubbock, you know, kind of that whole debacle there. But Tommy Tupperwheel went uh, eight and five that year, so uh, maybe the aftermath won't be as bad. Didn't have a really good season last year. Uh, I don't know even who their quarterback is going to be. Uh, they do have Nick Rolovich from Hawaii, which I really hope. I'm, I'm cheering for him. Uh, I do like him coming out of uh, out of Hawaii up to Pullman as a difficult place to coach. I just hope that they don't slip kind of back into what they've always been which is just this I mean they've always been this kind of the second hand team in Washington but I want them to I uh, honestly really focus on on you know just maintaining what they have eight and five is a good year if you can get to nine wins, you get to seven wins, that's their, that's, you know, their, 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 their window. Uh, I was sad that I wasn't able to see Gabe Governor play. I mean, I know that they had, uh, their other guy, but I was, I was kind of sad that I wasn't able to see him play. Um, uh, they do have Bledsoe's, uh, I believe his boy, John Bledsoe, uh, you know, as a quarterback, redshirt junior coming out of Bend, Oregon. Uh, that'd be interesting because then I believe his dad played there as well. Um... Yeah, Drew and Mara. Yeah, he is the son of of Drew Bledsoe. So I'd like to see, you know, maybe him at quarterback. Don't really know, though. Uh, just kind of speculating here, looking through their through their roster real quick. Uh, Gunnar Cruz, I hear, is a pretty good, uh, you know, big arm kind of guy. Uh, I believe most of these kids are going to be, you know, Pirate Mike's kids. And so it will be interesting to see what they have. But let's, uh, you know, the Pirate aftermath, who's the quarterback? Let's get it focused. Hopefully that he's built a culture in Pullman that they can continue and uh, be, be Washington State and be good Hopefully they could get to a Pac-12 championship. That would be awesome. All right, now we're getting into our hedgehogs. Yes, our bottom two hedgehogs that we haven't talked about: Cal and Oregon State. And I want to say this: Why Cal? uh, Their three words is the sneaky favorite. I really like this California team. I think now we're going on record, March 25th, 2020. I think that the Cal Bears are going to win the Pac-12 North. and you're going to say, what? How? How? I mean, like, they were—last year, they didn't even really do anything. No. Last year, they did. Last year, they were legit until their quarterback got hurt. They have a—I love Justin Wilcox, okay? They had beat UC Davis. They beat Washington. They beat North Texas. They beat Ole Miss— Gar, uh, Chase Garvers gets hurt in the Arizona State game, not the same team lose to Arizona State, lose to Oregon lose to Oregon State, lose to Utah they went on a little bit of a slide here now I understand you're gonna, injuries, whatever uh, kind of just the, the, the name of the game they are able to pick it up at the end with wins against Washington State, Stanford, UCLA and eventually Illinois, I like this Cal team I think they're going to learn from last year's mistake I'm taking them Pac-12 favorites Pac-12 North favorites, right winners, Pac-12 North That is who I am taking. Uh, I really think these guys are a hedgehog. Justin Wilcox hasn't had any prior coaching experience, so what he knows is Cal. And uh, I believe he's in his third year now. I think he knows from his mistakes, and I really think this Cal team is going to win. Uh, I believe they only lose four. Now, they do lose Evan Weaver, but only four on defense, and I think like three on offense. They bring back a ton of starters, uh, and then, I mean, it doesn't help that they have a favorable schedule where everyone else, uh, Washington and Oregon, kind of struggles. Uh, they do get UNLV, TCU, and Cal Poly, which I think are all winnable games. You pull Utah at home. You pull Oregon at home. You pull Washington at home. You have Stanford at home. So, the majority of your Pac-12 games, legit tough games, are at home. Now, Utah, you might lose to Utah, but you're going probably get a shot at them uh, in the Pac-12 championship. You uh, do play on the road at Arizona State, which will be tough. Uh, you could lose a game. I'm not saying they're going to go undefeated, but I think this 10-2 11-1 uh, year for Cal is attainable. Pac-12 North favorites, the sneaky favorite. Nobody's going to be talking about them. I guarantee you I'm the only one going forward that 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 I see this team uh, performing the way that they do. Love Justin Wilcox. They are a hedgehog. They, you know, the, some of these foxes uh, like Washington and Oregon right now, they know so much. Not that they're not going to be good but really this is, they only know one thing, win. And I think these guys are going to be able to do it. Uh, I really again, really like Cal. And uh, next up is Oregon State. Oregon State I also think is going to be much 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 improved you're going to say Tyler you you're kidding me you're taking Oregon you're not taking Oregon this year to win the factual south you're not taking uh you know Washington you think Washington State's kind of rebuild mode no I bagged on Jonathan Taylor and boy do I just sound stupid I'm not going to lie last year uh Last year, I was like, oh, come on, please. Oregon State, you are just being a sellout. You guys need—you uh, should have got a better coach. Uh, you should have been able—like, you should have done so many things different. <laughs> I was wrong. I, I can I can fully admit that I was wrong. Jonathan Smith, sorry, not Jonathan Taylor. He's a running—I was wrong. I thought, you know, he's a quarterback. He was quarterback there, you know, kind of— uh, uh, you're gonna think back to the good old days when when he was winning and stuff like that. No, legit. I think they are going to do it. He said last year we're ahead of schedule, right? A five and seven season. Honestly he has a contract to 2025 he's not worried about year to year he's not coaching year to year he's saying I want to build until 2025 that'd be seven years as the coach I love this Oregon State team this next year they have three really non like easy winnable non-conference games they pull they can beat Washington State with with kind of the the jumble that they're in uh they can beat a Washington they could beat a Stanford they could beat UCLA this team not saying that they don't have a uh, have a hard schedule but they have the the ability to win. I'm excited to see uh that the, the you know this Pac-12, you know, championship. I think that they will give Cal a run for their money. I don't know if I don't think that the you know uh they're going to be you know, in the Pac-12 Championship, but I do think that they'll be able to get to a bowl game. They're ahead of schedule. I think you know, a year again. This is kind of uh, like the egg. We're going to look at it. They go two and ten, five and seven. Probably next year, seven and five, and then the next year, they come out and it turns out that Oregon State's like you know nine and three, ten and two. You're going to be like, whoa, whoa, what happened? Well, it was this slow build. They're a hedgehog. They only know one thing. They know Jonathan Smith. He's done a great job recruiting. Fully invested in him. I apologize. I was wrong last year when I made fun of him. I was so wrong. I am sorry. I am fully invested in Cal and Oregon State this next year. And uh, you're going to ask, well, okay, those are the hedgehogs, right? Utah's kind of a hedgehog. They know one thing, uh, a slow build process, kind of like the egg. Well, who are the foxes? And this just came to mind. What is does the Fox say? What? Who are the Foxes? And I think the Foxes, UCLA, USC, Oregon, Washington, these teams know too much. Too much for them. Like, really, almost too much for their own good. Um... What do they say? I say that, uh, uh, you know, Oregon and Washington are going to struggle this year. I don't see them as as favorites. I think Cal and Oregon State, kind of these small little hedgehogs, right? Not a lot of coaching experience out of Cal and Oregon State, uh, but they're going to win. They know that one thing. They know their coach. I think Utah is kind of a a hedgehog. I think sometimes they can turn into a fox, uh, like in the they try to get too fancy for their britches. But throughout the season, they know one thing, good defense wins games. They have a tremendous defense, and I don't know if it really stuck with you, but the, I mean in my mind it makes sense as I as kind of uh you know make the, the distinction between these two. I am fully invested uh, in Cal and in Oregon State. I think Utah's going to be good. I think Arizona State's going to be good. Watch out for these teams. I think it's going to be kind of a, a, a new era, or it could be a paradigm shift uh, in, in the Pac-12, so uh, we'll continue to do it. Those were the, 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 the three the three words sorry Oregon State was slowly building Corvallis uh the slow build right that's what Jonathan uh Smith is all about Fully invested in these guys. I apologize, Oregon State, for uh, making fun of Oregon State, and and to prove it, I am wearing an Oregon State uh, shirt. We'll be posting that later on our social media. Again, make sure to follow us at Get The Ball Rolling uh, on Facebook and Instagram, and at Get Rolling Nineteen on uh, Twitter. So be be sure to listen to us uh, every single week. We're going to probably be transitioning back to Tuesday once we get this whole uh, you know coronavirus schedule uh, back on track, and we're going to be continuing to to go. So. For For our Pac-12 Out West fans, we decided to do the three-word game. We'll be looking to go uh, into uh, the Big Ten. We do have uh, some special guests probably talking about the Big Ten with us, which will be fun. And, uh, you know, Big 12, we'll probably touch on that. And we have a lot of time until football. Uh, No spring football, so no coaches I want to really pull on and ask questions about. So, you know, give this whole coronavirus time to pass. We'll be doing the three-word game. Hopefully you guys like it. Let us know. Uh, If you want to be on the show, we'll we'll pull you on as well. Uh, Don't be afraid to uh, let us know On our social media. All right. Well, this has been another edition of Get the Ball Rolling. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Enjoy uh, your time out there. Stay safe. Wash your hands. And we'll be back again next week. uh, And we will send it off. So thank you again. Have a wonderful week. Let's keep the ball rolling.